You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap Podcast, episode 81. I'm Steve Burnham. I'm joined, as usual, by Lisa Gregg. But today we have a special guest called Deborah Anderson, the owner and director of Anderson Tax and Consulting. And Deborah's written a wonderful book. I've had been having a flip through this morning, Taking Care of Small Business. I just stood on the air quote above small. Um, it's, it's a great read. It's fantastic. It covers all the basics, of course, structures and what they mean and accounting systems. But then you get down to, I love this uh, title, Automating the Boring Stuff. I mean, what small business owner doesn't want to do that? Uh, June 30 is not the end of the world. Love that one. The one I really tickled my fancy was this one. But I don't want to pay tax is the title of a chapter. Um, Lisa, have you had a flip through Deborah's wonderful book? I certainly have. And it's uh, written in Deb's full style. But why don't we throw to Deb and, exactly. and see how she's going with it all. Hello, Deb. How are you? Hi, good morning. How are you? Good, thanks, Deb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it is a great read, Deb. I, I mean it. I'm not just saying that. I didn't really feel like putting it down to come and record this podcast because I was having a bit of fun. Uh, did you have fun writing it? Do you know, writing it was so easy because yep. pretty much I just, you know, had pictures of my clients on the wall and just remember all the things that are, are pain points for them. Yeah. What do they say to me? What are the things that, you know, I'm constantly going through with them? So just try to make it really about them. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you touched on it, you know, with chapter titles. Well, you obviously, know, that's, things, the, yeah, that's the sort of thing that really gets under the skin of a small business owner. It was funny because when the proof book got sent to me a couple of weeks ago, I had two clients in my office and I opened the the box and they said, oh, can I have a look? And they opened straight to the uh, contents page. And one of the girls, Kate, said, this book was written for me. (laughs) And at that point, I knew I'd pretty much nailed it because it has to be something that they can relate to. Well, exactly. There's questions in there that you've answered. How much should I pay myself? Can I pay my spouse? You know, the ATO scares me. They're all, they're all questions that you're sure every business owner's uh, asked them, even just in their own head, uh, and you've provided the answers, which is wonderful. Yeah, well, I've, and I've tried to keep it really light, you know, lots of examples, lots of real-world tips and tricks yeah. um, without getting too boring about it because this is, they don't want to do this stuff. Yeah, I think that's always the issue, isn't it, Deb, when, you know, you're talking to um, small business owners, they want to run their business, they want to do their IT startup, or they want to run their coffee shop or whatever, and they usually forget about the admin at the back end, and so, you know, you've got to make it not a chore for them. Well, that's that's exactly right, because they didn't go into business because they love compliance like I did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they went in because they want to be graphic designers, they want to do plumbing, those types mm-hmm. of things. So I really wanted to make sure that they got their foundations right, because I figured it was, and I call it, you know, it's a bit like building a house. So, you know, if you don't get the foundations right, when you go to expand the business, doesn't have a solid foundation so it's just not going to cope so I I try and bring it back to the analogy of of building a house Mm. you know you don't just start laying bricks on the ground you don't get your mate you don't ring a mate and say hey how do I you know set up the electricals in this you get specialists in to help you with this stuff you get the foundation right and then you can build on it. Uh, that's the thing, if you don't have the solid foundation, no, no amount of fresh plaster work or snazzy paint is going to make the uh, the thing work and it's just cracks are going to start to appear down the track. Yeah. 
exactly. And one, one, of the, the, one of the things one of that the I really... One of the things that I touched on in there was, you know, can I do this myself? Because it sounds easy and a lot of people do do it themselves. And I've said to them, absolutely, you can do it yourself. But the big question is, should you be doing it yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They've got it. You always got to play to your strengths, Deb. And I think that's what's really coming out in this book is it's taking away the scariness of things like, you know, the ATO people too, even though, you know, some of our mates in the ATO might disagree with us. Hey? <laughs> but, um, you know, it's really, um, yeah, you can do it. But, you know, play to your strengths, you know, don't, don't, you know, worry about the small stuff if, you know, we can help you, you know, being tax agents or business advisors. Absolutely. I know the ATO, when I um, when they saw the contents and they saw the dreaded bass <laughs> as a chapter topic, they were like, what do you mean? And I said, I know you don't think it's like that, but for the average small business person, you know, their anxiety levels go up when mm. they think of bass. It's fine. So the ATO did have a look over things, did they? They have had a look at it okay. um, and hopefully a couple of them will be at the book launch because they are such an integral part and that's why I say in here, you, are, you know, congratulations, you're, you're in a relationship with the tax office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right and they're not scary and, you know, I've been a bit flippant before but they're not, you know, they're really nice guys and it's, it's knowing how to... Uh, manage any of the authorities really isn't it Deb and this is where you've sort of given people a few clues with that like you know you do have to be in a relationship with the tax office so this is what you do you've got to make the best out of this relationship and communicate yeah Mm, yeah exactly you know and one of the I mean there's a lot of you know um propaganda out there you know the ATO shut all these companies down well you know I address that as well um a lot of those businesses were were failing yeah, exactly. You know, they're just not viable. So it's, you know, like just putting the business out of its misery. So, yeah, just yeah. trying to address those everyday issues. Give them a really good overview. There's no press this button, press that button, none of that. Yeah. Because um, that would bore me even. Um, but I just wanted to give them some really sound advice in a in an easy-to-read format. Yeah, you know, hopefully I've done that. You have indeed. I it's think fantastic. Have, yeah. And it's very much, um, you know, you've sort of asked, you know, the watch out questions or what happens if this happens or I've heard this. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a gossip as well about how we've dealt, how you've dealt with people. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and real world, real world cases, which is, which is heartening. It's um, also a step away from the, uh, well, a lot of the small business, uh, the entrepreneurial sort of uh, how-to guides are very much rah-rah you can do it, believe in yourself, etc. But none of the nitty-gritty, uh, hang on, don't worry about Bass, don't worry about the tax office, it's all doable. And that's what I really yes. like about how, what you've done, Deborah. Yeah, no, and, you know, I think also addressing things like, should I get a bookkeeper? Mm. At what point should I get a bookkeeper? What, what's the difference between an accountant and a tax agent? People don't understand those things. You know, we use the terms interchangeably, but they're actually not necessarily interchangeable. Correct. It depends on what the services are. And a lot of people, you know, don't really probably out there don't really know what the differences are and where the benefits are for using all these different types of labels, if I can call it that. Yeah. So, And also helping them pick the right one for them. So giving them a whole bunch of questions to ask. You know, they might not be relevant to everybody, but at least they've got a dozen questions. You know, they can pick half a dozen of the ones that resonate for them at their own. 
and um, make a decision, but also point out the fact that it's one thing to have someone with qualifications, but there also needs to be a rapport because it's such an intimate relationship. Yeah, exactly. You know a lot of important things about that person, including their tax file number. (laughs) Well, it's worse than that though, Lisa, because you don't speak to your best friend about your finance situation. You don't speak to your mum or dad about your financial situation. So for most small business people, who do they talk to? Mm -hmm. They've only got their bookkeeper or their accountant to speak Mm -hmm. to. And so it is, it's a very intimate relationship. And and that's why I think people are so hesitant to move as well, because they don't understand it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big trust, isn't it? It's a big amount of trust between your bookkeeper slash accountant slash tax agent and, uh, you know, the business owner that's relying on you for a mm. lot of advice. Yeah, exactly. No, I think a lot of having a, having a guidance like this book would uh, allay the fears of many people who are just starting out or thinking about it at least. It's a, not just a great place to start, but an ongoing piece of uh, advice and guidelines for uh, the small business owner. Mm. Um, so, I mean, so, Deb, um, just let's give some um, clues for the people out there listening. Mm. What are the top three mistakes you think that small businesses are making that you know really gets highlighted in the book from your experience? Uh, the top three things is they don't get it set up properly in the beginning mm-hmm. um, and they overcomplicate it or they oversimplify it yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much. Uh, cash flow is a huge one. Okay. Um, people, yep. I think, when they come into small business, they generally, and I'm generalising because mm-hmm. I said generally, um, come from a corporate background. So they think the rules of corporate or the rules of uh, government where they've come from are the same in small business and mm. they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, so things like 30 days from end of month terms are fantastic if you're Microsoft, <laughs> but they're not so fantastic if you're Joe's Plumbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just, you know, you're not a bank and those kind of things. So I think they, they get that wrong. They try and do it all themselves without actually knowing what they don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's a big one because what they end up doing is, um, I had a client the other day, for example, where they were allocating all the payments to director's loan, but with GST in it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, of course, you know, you go to do their returns at the end of the year, they were a brand new client, and it's like, you know, sweetie, you've, you've claimed all this GST that you're going to have to pay back, <laughs> you know, because they don't understand. Or they think they're the owner of the business, they don't have to pay themselves superannuation. Yeah. They don't understand the difference between the structures. Mm. You know, I had a client the other day, a brand new client again, ring me on Monday saying, you know, I've changed to a proprietary limited because... I'm going over the t- um, the GST threshold, <laughs> and that was the right? reason. That was it. Oh. Gosh, that was it. Oh. And I'm thinking, oh, sweetie, no, too late though. She'd already done it in February. Mm. Um, so a lot of people, and and they ring a friend if they've got a problem, rather yeah. than actually going to an expert. And I think that comes back to small business people are generally um, time poor. Mm and cash poor Mm -hmm. and they don't value or or don't appreciate that that expert 
opinion can actually save them a lot of money. So one of the things I did in there, I'm not sure if you've seen it yet, is a bit of a table of, you know, how much tax are you going to pay if your profit is this much as a sole trader versus a company? Yeah. And people people don't realise the difference that, you know, tax-free thresholds for individuals versus, you know, companies or if they're a trust that their losses are trapped in there for example or that their profits have to be distributed yeah so, that's, that's so hmm. true deb i mean we we talk about it especially when we do our advocacy as well with um you know average or effective tax rates and it's you know we we have a complex tax system as we all know and you've really got to ask the right questions or you've got to know your small businesses like you do with your clients intimately so you know what questions they should be asking Absolutely, and they don't know what to ask. Yeah. Mm. That's why the first question they ask is how much. Yeah. Because they don't actually know what else to ask. And you could come back so, with what, how much do you want to make per year? <laughs> how much tax do you want to save? <laughs> yeah. All that. There's so many how much questions. Um, Deborah, when is the book available and from where? It, it's actually being launched officially on the 21st of July. Right. And then we'll be out in bookstores shortly thereafter. Okay. And also available on my website. Oh, excellent, Deb. And I do notice that um, you've had to tone down the pink on the cover, I notice, <laughs> because you're renowned for, renowned for pink is everything. I know your logo's pink, so I was quite pleased that you were quite um, restricted in the use of pink on the, on the cover. So congratulations on that. Oh, it's enough, though. Oh, I look, like it. There was a lot of self-control. It was actually my idea to tone down the pink, believe it or not. The... Um, the publisher wanted to put a lot more pink on there. And I said, I didn't want to restrict the audience. So um, maybe the next book will have a bit more pink on it because <laughs> uh, that will be more directed. Well, my second book, believe it or not, it's already in planning, is you know more towards the wives that are doing all their husbands' books out there. Good idea, oh, Deb. Excellent idea. That and, is interesting. And, yeah. I mean, we, we really hit it off and we have a great chat both being fellow Cancerians, as we found out last week as well. <laughs> and yes, um, birthday for tomorrow. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and I find that um, you come from all that practical experience and that motherly experience really comes through in really helping people with their small business. And I think that your whole personality has come out in this book and it's been absolutely fantastic. So I'm not surprised you've got another one in the wings. But the question I've got, where do you find the time to do it, my dear? <laughs> you know, I'm just so passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and I think when you're so passionate about something, you just make the time. And this book, writing it was really easy. I can't tell you how easy it was. Um, working out things like the cover and, you know, what font to use and things like that, oh, my gosh, that was hard because <laughs> um, I really don't care. No, I just no. wanted to share as much information. And funnily enough, um, the book, my goal was to write a 30,000-word book and I, you know, I had to cut out so much, and only got it down to forty-seven thousand <laughs> because there's so much in small business, oh, um, exactly. and and every small business is different. And you can have two lawyers in offices right next to each other, and they've got completely different businesses. Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. exactly. Well, it's been fantastic, Deb, and um, I'm coming up to Sydney for the launch, so I've already RSVP'd. So thank you very much yep. for that and we'll on the 21st. Oh. And um, 
Yeah, and I was going to say, we'll put um, the, the uh, link to your website on the podcast page so people can have a look there to find out about where to get the book. Um, oh, fantastic. Thank you for that. No, thank you. Thank you for writing it. If it was easy to write, it's very easy to read. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, delightful. Um, but thank you for your time, Deborah, today. And thank you, Thank Lisa. you for having me. No, no absolutely. Our pre- pressure, Deb. And uh, being a member of um, Taxpayers Australia as well as Taipal, more than willing to promote. And, uh, you know, it's just showing what our members are doing out there, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Helping each other. All right. Thank you, listeners, once again. Uh, we'll hear, you'll hear from us again next week with Tax Wrap Podcast 82.